ในวันนี้พวกเราทั้งหลายผู้ซึ่งมีจิตศรัทธาในพรพุทธศาสนา Today, all of you here having faith in the uh, in Buddhism. You've given up your time to come here and listen to the Dhamma. In listening to the Dhamma, sometimes you may hear things that you have never heard before, and so it can uh, increase one's understanding. <coughs> and things which one already understands, one may gain a greater understanding of those things. In our lives, those who have a, an aspiration to realize true happiness, then it would seem that all of you have <coughs> quite a, a good measure of mindfulness, wisdom, and right view. That you are able to comprehend the suffering that there is through having a physical body and, and the suffering that can arise within the mind. You therefore think of finding a way to transcend all suffering. Or in other words, to, to realize true happiness. In living our lives, everybody likes to think that they are aware, they have mindfulness. However, the mindfulness that people have in going about living their lives in the world it's actually a very weak kind of mindfulness. It's, it's lacking in strength. Because within the heart of each and every person, their minds will, will be always be swayed by these mental defilements of greed, anger, and delusion. And as a consequence, their mind will always be a slave to the thoughts, moods, and emotions, or a servant to the mental defilements. When there is greed, anger, and delusion dominating within our minds, then we will tend to think, act, and speak in unwholesome ways. Or because when we have lapses of mindfulness, they will, the de mental defilements will come in and dominate our thoughts and cause us to act and speak in unwholesome ways. Mindfulness that is still weak, then whenever thoughts and emotions arrive within, arise within the mind, the mind will uh, attach onto these or identify with these emotions 
as being one's mind. When whenever greed dominates within the mind, then one will go about this endless search for things. When anger dominates within the mind, then people will engage in arguments or harm one another, or even go to the extent of killing one another, all due to the influence of anger. However, at other times, they may have wholesome thoughts, and so they will act and speak in good ways. Therefore, as a consequence, the mind will always be swaying between happiness and unhappiness, or dukkha and happiness. Water and streams and canals, if one wants to make this clean, it's necessary to be filtered, or if you're to purify the water, then you have to use even a better filtering system. In our minds, it's just the same. When the mind is dominated by greed, anger, and delusion, we must therefore go about this practice of sila, samadhi, and banya, moral virtue, concentration, and wisdom, so as to give rise to the mindfulness and wisdom that can filter out all the greed, anger, and delusion from within the mind, filtering out these uh, tainted thoughts and emotions and all the suffering from within one's heart. คนทั้งหลายโดยมากคิดว่าภายในจิตใจเรานั้นมีสติในการทำหน้าที่การงานต่างๆภายในชีวิตประจำวันเราทำหน้าที่ภายในครอบครัวในชีวิตของเราแต
then these work to subdue one's actions and one's speech. And if somebody wishes to further develop their mind, then they will practice meditation so as to develop concentration. And this is what is necessary to take control over the mind. And the filter which can filter out the mental defilements from the mind can then arise. And the filter is namely mindfulness and wisdom, satipanya. Once mindfulness and wisdom has arisen within the mind, then these faculties will be used to guard over the mind and not allow suffering to arise within the mind. However, when emotions and thoughts which create suffering arise within the mind, then mindfulness and wisdom have to work to actually filter these out from the mind, always be looking for ways to let them go from the mind. When greed arises within the mind, then mindfulness and wisdom have to reflect to gradually go about letting this go from the mind. And when anger or emotions of dissatisfaction arise within the mind, then mindfulness and wisdom has to see the suffering behind these emotions and find a way to let them go from the mind. And in doing so, the mind will gradually be uh, alleviated from all uh, of these thoughts and emotions. Therefore, it's of great necessity that we have to go about the strengthening of one's mindfulness and wisdom so as to go beyond all suffering. And if one wishes to strengthen one's mindfulness and wisdom, then it's necessary that one has to practice meditation to develop concentration. The mind that had previously been a slave to its thoughts and emotions or a servant to the mental defilements due to having greed, anger and delusion dominating the mind. Then we must practice concentration in either of the formal postures of sitting and walking, and one must really put a lot of effort into the practice. And this will cause one's mindfulness and wisdom to grow in strength. And these two faculties will be wise to the thoughts and emotions when they arise. And mindfulness and wisdom will then be strong enough to actually put up a fight with the mental defilements of greed, anger and delusion. 
ก่อการปฏิวัติขึ้นภายในจิตใจของเรา and will enable the the mind to actually put up a fight or go against rise up against the mental defilements ใจของคนเหล่านั้นเคยตกเป็นทาสของอารมณ์เคยตกเป็นทาสของกิเลสมานับพบนับชาติไม่ถ้วน And mind has been a slave to its thoughts and emotions or the mental defilements for countless lifetimes. ในปัจจุบันนี้เราจะทำใจของเรานั้นให้เป็นอิสระไม่ให้ตกเป็นทาสของอารมณ์ไม่ให้ตกเป็นทาสของกิเลส In the present, then we have to try to to free the mind, not allow it to be a slave to its thoughts and emotions or the mental defilements. เราก็ยกกองทัพสินเข้าไปควบคุมเมืองกายวาจาให้ถูก Therefore, we have to <coughs> rise up the The army or the force of moral virtue, so as to subdue one's actions and one's speech. เราก็ยกกองทัพของสมาธิเข้าไปควบคุมเมืองใจให้ได้ One has to build up or um, give rise to the army of concentration, and this is what is necessary to actually take control over the mind. เมื่อควบคุมเมืองใจได้แล้วเราก็ใช้สติปัญญาค้นคว้าหาทางที่จะทำลายกิเลสให้สูญสิ้นไปจากจิตใจของเรา And once one has been able to take control over the mind, then one must use mindfulness and wisdom to uh, eradicate the mental defilements that are uh, existing within the mind. Kilet, you ที่ไหน Kilet, ไม่ได้อยู่ที่ท้องฟ้าหรือแผ่นดิน Where do the kilesas actually live? These mental defilements, they don't live in the skies or in the in the earth. ไม่ได้อยู่ที่ประเทศไทยหรือประเทศออสเตรเลีย Nor do they abide in Thailand or in Australia. แต่อยู่ภายในจิตใจของคนเราทุกๆคน They exist right here in the heart of each and every person ที่ยังมีความหลงยังมีความไม่รู้ครอบงำจิตใจของเรา The heart which is dominated by uh, delusion or ignorance สติปัญญาที่เกิดขึ้นจะต้องมีความมุ่งหวังในการที่จะกั่นกรองละความโลภกั่นกรองละความโกรธกั่นกรองละความทุกข์ให้บรรเทาบางไปจากจิตใจของเราทีเล็กทีน้อย Therefore the mindfulness and wisdom once arisen One has to have this aspiration to remove all greed and anger and suffering from within the heart, and gradually go about the practice of doing so. We are to rise up against the mental defilements, not allowing the defilements to have um, authority over the mind. We are to always trying to drive out all the greed and anger. And suffering from within the heart. ด้วยความอดทนด้วยความเพียรในการที่จะเอาชนะอารมณ์เอาชนะกิเลสไปในจิตใจของเรา Doing so with patience and diligent effort, always trying to to overcome all of the thoughts and emotions within the mind. เอาชนะคนอื่นเป็นหมื่นเป็นแสนก็ไม่เท่ากับชนะใจตนเอง Conquering other people, whether it be a hundred thousand or a hundred thousand. Uh, it's, it cannot be compared to somebody who can actually win over one's own mind. When we practice mindfulness as the foundation, when one establishes a, a foundation of moral virtue in one's spiritual practice, upon which one develops concentration, so as to give rise to wisdom. When mindfulness ในสิ่งทั้งหลายทั้งปวงออกไปจากจิตใจของเรา One uses one's wisdom or one's mindfulness and wisdom to seek out and try to remove all of the attachment that one has within one's heart, the attachment one has towards everything. ถ้าเรามีความเห็นแต่เดิมว่าร่างกายนี้เป็นตัวตนเป็นเรา
If previously one had thought that the body is oneself, one had been attaching to the body as being oneself, then this would be a cause of suffering for oneself. Then one must use their mindfulness and wisdom to reflect upon the truth of this body, this body which the mind has come into to uh, be a resident just for this lifetime. See what is the true nature of this body. When one reflects to see the truth of the body, one will realize that regardless of whether male or female, the body's body is merely comprised of the elements of earth, water, air, and fire, and these elements bind together temporarily. When mind, with mindfulness and wisdom reflecting upon the nature of the body, when one reflects to see that if we inhale but fail to exhale, or exhale and fail to inhale, then the air element uh, escapes from the body. And the heart will stop beating, and ultimately then the fire element begins to escape from the body. And within uh, three to five hours, in not very long time, the body will begin to cool. And once the, the, the heart is no longer working, the fire element no longer working, then the, the water element begins to find a way to seep out from the body. The water element being things like blood and pus and other liquids that are in the body, they will find a way to seep back, seep out of the body and return back to the earth. And as time goes by, then the body will just dry out and all that will remain will be the earth element, those parts of the body which are hard or have form. And as years go by, maybe one year, ten years, or many years, then eventually the earth element breaks down and just returns to the earth. When the mind attaches to anything, this will always be a source of suffering for oneself. So therefore, one has to reflect to see the true nature of things so as not allow it to create suffering for oneself. And in doing so, the mind will gradually let go of its attachment towards the body. The mind had previously, due to wrong view, viewed the body as being oneself. However, when right with reflection, when right view begins to arise through contemplating upon the body, once the mind can actually begin to see 
that the, the body <clears throat> is not the mind and the mind is not the body, then the mind will begin to start letting go of its attachment towards the body. Consequently, uh, for such a person, when they are afflicted by sickness, this will not perturb their mind, nor will the uh, death, when approaching death, their mind will be completely unruffled by this. Because the mind knows the truth of nature, that the body is not the mind, or the mind is not the body, and so at that time of death, the mind is able to let go of the body. Then going about one's life, one will just have the mindfulness and wisdom to go about taking care of one's body as is, as is necessary. And one will go about living one's life uh, heedfully, not being negligent in how, how one goes about one's life and in uh, developing one's mind. เราเข้าใจสติปัญญาค้นคว้าเข้าไปภายในจิตใจของเราซึ่งเคยมีความหลงเคยยึดมั่นถือมั่นในอารมณ์ทั้งหลายทั้งปวงว่าเป็นจิ
จงเรานั้นเคยหลงมีความไม่พอใจในรูปเสียงกิรสัมผัส The mind due to delusion has as always uh, been attracted to uh, all all manner of sensory contacts. And as a consequence, the mind will always be swaying between happiness and unhappiness. However, when mindfulness and wisdom are firmly established in the present moment, one will see the mind and the thoughts and emotions separate out from each other. อารมณ์ซึ่งเกิดขึ้นภายในจิตใจเรานั้นเป็นเพียงอาการของใจเท่านั้น One will begin to see that thoughts and emotions that arise within the mind are merely contents or states of mind. มีความเกิดขึ้นมาแล้วก็มีความดับไปเป็นธรรมดา They arise and naturally cease. เราต้องพยายามทําจิตให้เป็นกลางวางจิตให้เป็นเบคา One must therefore try and assume an equanimous attitude to these things arising within the mind. เมื่อใจเรามีความยินดีมีความพอใจในรูปเสียงกิรสัมผัสเราก็ต้องมีปัญญาที่จะพิจารณาเห็นความไม่เที่ยงของอารมณ์ทั้งหลายทั้งปวงใจเรานั้นก็จะเป็นกลางเป็นเบคา When one <coughs> uh, is attracted towards all forms of sensory contact, then it's necessary that one be able to develop the skill of assuming this equanimous attitude towards all of one's sensory contacts. เมื่อตาเห็นรูปหูดินเสียงจมูกดมกลิ่นนิ่นสัมผัสรสกายสัมผัสเย็นร้อนอันแข็งเมื่อใจเกิดความไม่พอใจเรามีสติมีปัญญาเห็นความไม่พอใจเกิดขึ้นและใช้ปัญญาพิจารณาเห็นความไม่เที่ยงของความไม่พอใจในรูปเสียงที่รสสัมผัสใจเราก็จะปล่อยวางอารมณ์ทั้งหลายทั้งปวงออกไปจากจิตใจของเราเราก็จะมีสติมีสมาธิมีปัญญาตั้งมั่นอยู่ในปัจจุบัน With sensory contact, there will always be a resulting emotion arising, satisfaction or dissatisfaction. When one sees this emotion has arisen, then one has to reflect upon it to see that these emotions are impermanent. Using one's mindfulness and wisdom to be letting this go from the mind, so as to bring the mind back to the present moment and keep it firmly established there. เพราะฉะนั้นเราทั้งหลายพึงพยายามตามดูแลรักษาจิตของตนผู้ใดตามรักษาจิตทั้งตนผู้นั้นจึงจะพ้นจากบวกของมาง Therefore each person should always be trying to keep a good watch or guard over one's mind because as it is said whoever keeps a vigilant watch over one's mind this person will be uh, go beyond the snares of Mara พระพุทธองค์ตรัสว่าสตินั้นเป็นทางสายเอก The Buddha himself said that mindfulness is the foremost of paths นั้นสติสัมมาสติความเห็นชอบ Therefore, right mindfulness or right view, this is, is something which is very important. We all can create mindfulness and each person is able to strengthen uh, their mindfulness and wisdom through the practice of uh, concentration. And when we have mindfulness Once the mind has been strengthened through concentration, then use your mindfulness and wisdom to uh, search out the defilements and uh, eradicate them from the mind. Using the mindfulness and wisdom to keep a good watch over the mind. Using them to gradually filter out all the greed and anger and suffering from within the mind. 
Until the mind has been made clean. Until ultimately making the mind pure. And in doing so, one will meet with true happiness. And the Buddha himself did say, there is no happiness greater than peacefulness. And for this evening I offer this much for you to reflect upon, so I will end the talk here. If anybody has any questions, please feel free to ask. <coughs> เอ่อสมัครคนเราถ้าเรามีความเห็นที่ไม่ถูกต้องหรือว่ามิจฉาทิฏฐิต้องปฏิบัติยังไงที่จะให้มันเป็นสมาธิที่เป็นความเห็น
and they firmly attach to to wrong views or opinions then even if they live to be the ripe old age of 80 or 90 they will still keep holding on to these wrong views ถึงว่ามันแล้วแต่วาสนาบารมีของแต่ละบุคคลที่จะเปลี่ยนความเห็นของคนมันมีทีตลอดชีวิตก็เปลี่ยนไม่ได้ Therefore, it will always depend on the uh, inherent tendencies of each person, uh, their spiritual faculties, whether they are able to correct their wrong views. The Buddha himself did say <coughs> that it's better to associate with good people or wise people. If one's mindfulness and wisdom or intelligence is still not well developed, then it's better to seek out good people like this or, or wise people because they will lead you in the right direction. If you associate with fools or bad people, then they will lead you off in the wrong direction. ท่านก็ยังพูดถึงวลจิตวิญญาณวิสัตติอยู่ในปัจจุบันแล้วก็ให้รู้อ่าอารมณ์ที่เกิดขึ้นในปัจจุบันนะครับแล้วก็อาจ
is just to take up body contemplation, start reflecting upon the body because this is the source where uh, emotions of greed and anger and sexual lust arise due to one's attachment and identification with the body as being oneself. And so that is, that is the difference in the approach. When, once the mind is, is, is empty or free from thoughts and emotions, then one can use mindfulness and wisdom to actually มองทางเดิมไปเราเห็นแก้วแตกแล้วก็หยุดแก้วโยมทิ้งข้างทางเราก็เดินไปได้สะดวกพอเจอตะปูตะปูที่ที่ตีอยู่ที่ไม้ข
มันก็กระทบอยู่นี้มันก็กระทบความทุกข์อยู่ด้วย If one uh, as you were saying like walking like this if there is a thorn that goes into one's foot and and it remains there then if you're walking on a soft surface you don't feel any suffering because of this there's no pain but when you walk on something hard then pain will arise it will always be alternating between the two <laughs> and it's and it's just the same when <clears throat> if the mind is uh, attaching to these emotions of greed and anger And uh, or this sexual lust arising in the mind, which is creating suffering, then it is just the same. It will always be causing suffering for oneself. And so, what one has to do is find ways to find a way to actually extract the thorn, so that the mind is not sw always swaying between either uh, either pain and um, not having pain, or happiness or unhappiness. ก็จะมีคนที่เรารักในชีวิตเป็นญาติของเราครับก็เวลาเขามีโรคประจำตัวแล้วก็สุดท้ายก็หมอก็วินิจฉัยว่าเดียวเขามีวัยระเลยไม่นานนะครับแล้วคนนั้นเมื่อระป่วยอยู่ก็สามารถที่จะให้อยู่ในในในโรงพยาบาลแล้วก็ให้เขาได้รับการพยาบาลจนถึงเขาตายแต่ถ้าคนนั้นเลือกที่จะกลับบ้านก็ไม่อยากอยู่โรงพยาบาลก็ก็ต้องทํำยังไงครับเพราะว่าถ้าให้กลับบ้านก็จะได้เร็วขึ้นแต่ถ้าอยู่โรงพยาบาลอาจจะเยอะชีวิตออกไปเป็นเป็นเดือนหรือสองเดือนอะไรก็เลยขณะคนทํามองในไฟของธรรมนะครับเพื่อนจะดัดชิงยังไงถ้าไฟของธรรมให้สิทธิของคนป่วยเลือก If you're looking at it in the perspective of the dhamma, it's it's the right of the patient to decide. แต่ว่าถ้าถ้าทำตามทำตามคนป่วยก็มันจะทำให้ชีวิตของเขาสั้นลงนะครับไม่เป็นไรไม่เป็นไรเพราะไม่ใช่เราไม่ต้องแปลไม่ไม่ใช่ตอนนี้ท่านหลงต้องไม่เป็นไรนี่ก็เลือกมันก็มันก็ไม่ทรมานไม่ต้องทรมานต่อไปเขาเขาพอใจตรงนี้จริงๆแล้วชีวิตทุกคนมันต้องตายตายช้าตายเร็วนั้นนะแต่ว่าก่อนมาเนี่ยเราไปเยี่ยมหลวงพ่อหลวงพ่อรูปหนึ่งเป็นเจ้าวาดวัดอโศกลาหลวงพ่อทองเราก็คุยกับพระบอกว่าถ้าถมอรักษาไม่ได้น่าจะเอากลับวัดนะวัดก็เหมือนบ้านของพระแหละก็จะน่าจะมาหน้าพระที่วัดแต่รู้สึกว่าเขาก็ไว้โรงพยาบาลจนจนสิ้นจนสิ้นที่โรงพยาบาลแต่ถ้าเป็นเราเนี่ยเราจะเลือกไปไปตายที่บ้านอย่างเนี้ยโยมเนี่ยที่เขาป่วยเขาอยากจะกลับบ้านก็ทําให้เขาแบบเราเนี่ยถ้าเราอยู่โรงพยาบาลหรือว่าหมอรักษาไม่ได้แล้วเนี่ยเราคิดว่าเรากลับไปตายที่วัดดีกว่า
ก็ทำการตอบใจก็ไม่น่าจะไปหรอกหรือไม่จะตายเร็วขึ้นก็ไม่เป็นไรก็ต้องตายอยู่แล้ว ultimately all all people have to die and so it's just a matter of you die quickly or more slowly and sometimes by allowing somebody to die more quickly in such a situation you may actually be lessening the suffering that they're that they're going through and before coming here to Australia I went to visit uh, a the abbot of Wat Asokaram in in Bangkok uh, Lumpur Thong and um, he he has cancer and I went to visit him in the hospital and um, it was my my opinion that he should return to his monastery because a monastery is like the home of a monk however the uh, some of his students around him kept him in the hospital and he's actually just died not long ago so he died in hospital if it was myself and I saw that I my health was at a stage where I couldn't be treated anymore I would choose to go back to the monastery to die at home สำหรับอาตมานะอาตมาวางแผนการตายตัวเองไว้แล้วนะว่าถ้าร่างกายนี้ไม่รับอาหารอย่าไปสอดอะไรใส่อย่าไปให้อาหารถ้าร่างกายนี้ไม่หายใจสปอยไปเลยมาวางแผนการตายไว้แต่ไม่รู้ลูกศิษย์จะเชื่อฟังหรือเปล่า For myself I've already made like a living will I've already told people that if it gets to the stage where I'm no no longer able to to take food then it's forbidden to actually put any tubes inside of me to actually feed me or if I'm no longer able to breathe by myself they it shouldn't there should not be any kind of artificial means to to keep me alive but I'm not sure, but I'm not sure I'm not sure if my uh, my my students or my disciples will actually do what I say ว่าจะมาไม่ได้ห่วงอะไรเพราะคิดว่าร่างกายเราเนี่ยเราในเมื่อร่างกายเนี่ยไม่อยากหายใจก็ปล่อยไปไม่อยากรับอาหารไม่ต้องอะไรไปยัดหรอกไม่ต้องไปใส่ทันสายอะไรไม่ร่างกายไม่รับแล้วก็ปล่อยไปคิดว่ามันก็ไปตามเรื่องตามสภาพของเขาเพราะเรารู้ความจริงว่าอันนี้มันก้อนท่าเฉยๆเราไม่ยึดมั่นถือมั่นเราปล่อยไปตามธรรมชาติแต่ว่าถ้าอยากอยากจะหายใจก็หายใจไปอยากจะรับประทานอาหารก็รับอาหารรับประทานอาหารไปแต่ถ้าเจ้าหยุดเมื่อไหร่ก็ปล่อยเลยเพราะของผมนะผมรู้สึกว่าถ้าร่างกายไม่อยากกินอาหารแล้วก็ปล่อยมันไปถ้าร่างกายไม่อยากกินอาหารแล้วก็ปล่อยมันไปเพราะฉะนั้นจากการปฏิบัติและการคิดคิดผมรู้สึกว่าร่างกายไม่อยากกินอาหารแล้วก็ปล่อยมันไปเพราะฉะนั้นจากการปฏิบัติและการคิดคิดผมรู้สึกว่าร่างกายไม่อยากกินอาหารแล้วก็ปล่อยมันไปเพราะฉะนั้นจากการปฏิบัติและการคิดคิดผมรู้สึกว่าร่างกาย Then I take care of the body as is necessary. But when it gets to the stage where it no longer wants to do these things, then I'm prepared just to let the body go. But for us, for us, we have a fear. Everyone is born and they want to die. However, everybody has this delusion that uh, they all fear death. Once born, people tend to fear death. They don't want to die. But the people who fear death, who are born and want to die, However, this wish of not wanting to die will always be creating a lot of suffering for people because it's actually a wrong view. If we think about it carefully, why do we have to die? Because everyone is born and dies. One reflects clearly on this. Why does one have to fear death? Because one will see that every being born must die. If we fear death, we have to do as the Buddha did. We have to do as the Buddha did. We have to do as the Buddha did. If one really has this fear of death, doesn't want to die, then we have to do what the Buddha did or his arahant disciples, 
and practice so as not to take rebirth again. And that way you won't have to worry about death. Why I keep um, reiterating the need to uh, reflect upon the body is so that one begins to see the true nature of the body and then at time at the time when one is uh, has terminal illness or you're about to die, then one will know the true nature of the body and be more at ease with the situation and uh, possibly be able to let go of the attachment to the body at that time. That's correct. You, you didn't do anything wrong. อืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอืมอ
ก็มีความทุกขเวทนามากตามร่างกายแค่ปล่อยไว้ก็อาจจะอยู่หลายเดือนแต่อาจจะมีวิธีอื่นๆที่จะทําให้เขาเสียชีวิตเร็วขึ้นเราจะไม่ต้องเป็นทุกข์จากร่างกายก็ทําแบบนี้ถูกไหมต้องแล้วแต่เจ้าตัวเจ้าเจ้าเจ้าตัวแต่ว่าถ้าคนอื่นจะทําก็เป็นกรรมเราไปทําทําลายชีวิต This will depend, say for example, at that time upon the patient. But if anybody, if a third party comes in and does anything to assist that, then that's uh, that's like bad karma for them. Because everyone has a karma for doing bad things. Sometimes there is a pain or a suffering. People when they have these illnesses, it's um, things arise like this due to to karma, and so it's something that they have to live with and ex- actually experience. And so if we if if we go interfering with that, it's it's not correct. เรื่องกรรมเป็นเรื่องละเอียดอ่อนเข้าใจยากนิดนึงนะใครทำกรรมดีให้ผลที่ดีใครทำกรรมไม่ดีให้ผลที่ไม่ดีย่อยๆนะ The workings of of karma is 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 very subtle and uh, it's very difficult to understand. But if one puts it quite simplistically, then if one does good deeds, one receives good favorable results. If one does bad deeds, one receives uh, bad or unfavorable results. Yeah, there's somebody there. Yeah. นี่เป็นเรื่องที่เขาทบทิ้งอย่างอยู่เนื่องนอกนี่คือภาษาไทยเขาจะเรียกว่าการิเนียพาสนะครับสำหรับคนที่ที่ป่วยนานแล้วก็เข้าดับทิ้งว่าเขาเอาง่ายๆมันอาจจะทำลายชีวิตของตัวเองเขาจะไม่ต้องเป็นทุกข์ก็ท่านอาจารย์ก็มีความคิดเห็นเรื่องนี้ยังไงก็อาจารย์ก็เห็นว่าเนี่ยก็ไม่หายใจก็ไม่ทำก็ปล่อยทางธรรมชาติถ้าว่าไม่ต้องไม่ต้องช่วยก็ได้ก็ไม่ได้ว่าว่าทําทําลายชีวิตก็ยินดีขอโทษนะครับอันนี้นี่แหละสมมติคนสมมติว่าป่วยหนักจนมาแรงก็เลยเขาจะหาโอกาสหนึ่งเช่นแบบให้ในบางประเทศจะมีการชี้ยาเกณฑ์ขนาดเกิดว่าก็ให้ตายไปเลยจะไม่ต้องแบบไม่ต้องรับทุกขเวทนานั่นนะครับหมอจะช่วยให้คนตายหรือคนอื่นจะช่วยให้ตายนะครับแล้วเขาเขาเต็มใจเนี่ยก็ยินดีครับยินดีครับก็ยังเป็นกรรมอยู่เพราะว่าเขาทําทําลายชีวิตเองจริงๆเขาต้องใช้กรรมใช้กรรมมีทุกเวทนาแต่เขาตัดกรรมนั้นแล้วก็กลับมาทําลายชีวิตเองอันนี้ก็เป็นกรรมเขาไม่ยอมไม่ยอมรับกรรมนั้นแต่ว่าผลกรรมยังมีอยู่ครับคือพูดถึงเหมือนการฆ่าตัวตายเลยใช่ใช่ลักษณะ it's uh, it's not a very wholesome act for the for the patient to actually think of doing that because it's it's not really any different from uh, from suicide and uh, suicide is always considered to be k a m a forming it's 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 one bad form of k a m a because It creates a conditioning within the mind that you uh, you take your life, and then whenever one has a lot of painful bodily feelings, it can be a natural tendency that you think of taking your life. And so, at that point in, in that present life, when they're when they're sick and they're experiencing experiencing a lot of painful feeling, then uh, if they accept that as being their karma, then they should try and just use that up 
and live with that until they have their natural death. If one interferes with that, then that, that is not right, that is wrong. Yes, go ahead. lady who wants to know um, what do you have to do to go beyond or remove the suffering that one has within one's heart when one feels that they've had a had something to do with the death of somebody else, that they've had a um, some kind of involvement with that and they have a great deal of remorse or guilt arising within their heart. Any kind of bad actions which one does like this, then the the fruit of it is that one will always meet with tears afterwards. The method to correct this is you have to see that what has been done in the past is in the past and you can't do anything about that now. Therefore, one has to cut out any thoughts that arise based on these uh, past acts and just try and have mindfulness established here in the present moment. And at any time where one is uh, performing any meritorious deeds and always try to, to dedicate the merits that one is performing to, to the person that has died. And every time that one does any kind of practices generosity or does good deeds, then try to have this uh, the meta, the loving kindness, to just keep extending the the uh, the merits of what one is doing to to them. And over time, one may find that one's heart actually begins to feel better. Within the heart of each person, we all have delusion and we may perform deeds which uh, create suffering for us uh, afterwards. However, when one reflects upon these, one must see that those actions now are in the past and they cannot be corrected. And so use them as a lesson in one's life and try to establish your mindfulness in the present moment and be determined that you will not be that you will not perform those deeds again and you will only from here on out you will only try to uh, be good and uh, develop goodness in your life. <laughs> If 
one wishes to spe- uh, experience happiness in one's life, then everybody from this moment, they should make a determination from, from here on out until the end of one's life. One will endeavor uh, to try not to do any bad or immoral actions and only try to be uh, good and develop goodness in one's life. And this will create happiness for oneself. เมื่อเราทุกคนมีความหลงอยู่ในความหลงมีความเห็นผิดเราก็คือทําผิดทุกคนเราก็คือทําผิดแต่ท่านพยายามแก้ไขพยายามพัฒนาจิตใจให้
for example, we can just say, for example, if we do contemplate on, on fire, and we just have to just be aware of the, uh, the movements of the heat and cold in the body. If we were to contemplate on the fire element, if we were to contemplate on the earth element, then I guess we could contemplate on the weightiness and the masses of the body, the feelings of the body. So that you are the possibility of example of contemplation of all elements of the body. อะไรก็เป็นไปได้นะอาจารย์ถ้าความจะพิจารณาถ้าสี่ก็ถ้าพิจารณาถ้าไฟที่ให้ให้รับรู้ความร้อนของร่างกายความเย็นของร่างกาย
So we know it and we just step back and then doesn't remind the person? ที่ที่อาจารย์บอกเวลานี้วันนี้เราถามถึงคนที่มีความเห็นที่ไม่ถูกต้องและอาจารย์ก็บอกว่าต้องถอยออกไปกลางวันนึงเราจะดูว่า
ทุกคนเคยวางแผนชีวิตของทุกคนเนี่ยแม้จะมาเรียนก็วางแผนชีวิตตอนเป็นวัยรุ่นตอนเป็นนักเรียนก็วางแผนว่าเออเราจะเรียนสูงสูงนะแล้วทํางานแล้วมีครอบครัวนะแต่ว่าวางแผนเสร็จแล้วก็กลับมาทำเหตุปฏิบัติแล้วก็ทำปฏิบัติ Everybody makes plans in their life. Even I myself, as a as a teenager or as a student, I always thought that I would take my studies as far as I could and, and sort of mapped out my life like that to have a career and and what have you. However, having made those plans, one just has to come back to the present and then you go about your life uh, as skillfully as you possibly can, so as to create the conditions so that these plans come to fruition. And you see, the plan that I made out for my life to actually have a career and a family, it didn't eventuate. I actually came and ordained. So, say in the incident of uh, of Tanajan that he came to ordain and his plans were quite different. Then, does one have to think of the, look upon this as being a, a consideration of of karma or fate? Is it is it right that sometimes there is fate in our lives which is actually shaping our destiny? So, one, มีกรรมเป็นผู้ริษฐิตชีวิตเราทุกคนมีกรรมของตนมีกรรมผู้ริษฐิตมีกรรมแห่งเกิดมีกรรมผู้ติดตามมีกรรมที่ขึ้นมาใส่ใครทำกรรมดีให้ผลที่ดีใครทำกรรมไม่ดีให้ผลที่ไม่ดี To some degree, karma can be something which maps out our life or shapes one's destiny in life because the the actions that one performs, one will be the owner of these. Is, is your heir to the results of your actions. You're born of your actions, and you abide supported by these actions. And for myself, I know that my my past my past life camera uh, gave result came forth and results in this present life uh, to to come the way I have, like the good camera that I had done, at least about sixty or seventy percent. And the 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 good deeds that I did here in this present life would make up the other thirty or so percent. Therefore, some some of my the views that I that I have within my own mind may not be the same as other people. Say, for example, by the age of seven or eight, I was I was a a young boy that didn't like lying. And always, it's always been my nature that I've never felt inclined to take anything which belonged to anybody else. And when I was seventeen or eighteen. This uh, the the moral virtue in my own heart. I I never uh, deceived or mistreated the heart of uh, a member of the opposite sex. And always having the thought that whatever is uh, is not good, bad, or immoral, I won't do that. Friends, <laughs> 
when I was like 16, 17, 18, 19, I, I, I had friends, I knew, knew people who were like smoking marijuana or uh, taking heroin, and I, I, I knew them, but I wasn't associating closely with them. I would always have control over myself, knowing that what is not good, then I wouldn't go about doing that. I, I, I had the sense of what is correct. When I was about 18, I can remember having this thought come up into my mind, saying to myself, whatever is considered to be good in the world, then I um, would endeavor to develop that. Then I would use I use my own mindfulness and wisdom or intelligence to actually see what is good. And I was able to see that the goodness of a human being is the maintaining of the five moral precepts. These are the qualities of a very of a noble human being. And so therefore I always endeavored to maintain the five precepts. And so as the wholesome past conditioning, supportive conditioning it was coming through from uh, that had been developed in past lives, as this was gradually coming through into my life, bearing results in this present life, many of the things which I had planned for in my own life begin to change this whole plan of taking my studies as far as I can, having a, a, establishing a career and having a family. It all changed as these things bore fruit and eventually steered me towards uh, ordaining. And therefore, my, you can see that this supportive conditioning from the past as, as it came through it had an influence on my mind, but a, a positive influence, steering it in the right direction. As we saw earlier, just looking at the, the, the love of a parent or of this mother towards her children, her children are like five or seven years old. Just thinking of my own life, uh, my, my own mother died when I was uh, two years and eight months old. My father, he was working uh, interstate, and he would only be coming home in the in the weekends. And so, I grew up with uh, with with my with my brothers and my uncle. And then you see my dad on um, on the weekend. However, even though the conditions that I grew up in were like that, I, I was still able to uh, maintain control over, over my own mind. And this was probably due to the wholesome conditioning that has been uh, built up since the past.
ตอนเราโตเป็นวัยรุ่นขึ้นมาสิบเจ็ดสิบแปดสิบเก้าเนี่ยเรารู้จักเพื่อนรู้จักสังคมแต่เราจะมีความรู้ว่าตรงไหนไม่ดีการทำอะไรไม่ดีเราก็จะไม่เรียนแบบไม่เอาอย่างไม่ทำตาม By the time I was a teenager of sixteen, seventeen, or eighteen, I would still socialize with people, but I had my own understanding of what was what was good and what was not. This is where you can see that one's past life conditioning comes comes through into this life and bears fruit. อันนี้แหละคือวิสัยปัจจัยที่โยมสร้างขึ้นในปัจจุบันนี้ก็สิ่งต่างๆเนี่ยมันจะติดตามติดใจโยมไปมันจะทําให้พบชาติสั้นเข้าและทําให้ความเห็นที่ถูกต้องที่จะดำเนินไปเพื่อพันธุ์ใหม่ All of you coming here to to listen to the Dhamma and especially if you're someone who's going about this path of practice of keeping moral virtue and going about mental development Then this is one's wholesome conditioning, supportive conditioning here in this present life, and it is this which will uh, go with you on into your future lives, ultimately building this up in each lifetime. And this will cause you to shorten, uh, lessen the number of future rebirths until ultimately realizing nibbana. Therefore, we, what Goes along with us after death. It's not the wealth one has acquired in the world, or any material objects, or even the body. Because at the time of death. <coughs> All the wealth we've acquired, and or even our house and other things, they're all left behind here in the world. Even the body, it will be cremated or buried, and if buried, it just returns back to the elements. However, what the mind takes along with one after death is the goodness that one has done here in this life, and the the, the fruit of practicing generosity and keeping moral virtue. การทำสมาธิจะได้ทรมานจะทำให้ใจเหล่านั้นเปลี่ยนเป็นความมีจิตให้เป็นความมีถูกต้อง The practicing of concentration samadhi so to develop wisdom then this is this is what aids us in changing uh, wrong view into right view เรามีความเห็นที่ถูกต้องในปัจจุบันนี้ในอนาคตชาติเราก็ต้องมีความเห็นที่ถูกต้องเกิดขึ้น I mean we have uh, right view. And if we have right or correct view here in this present life, then in future lives we will also uh, be building upon this, and we will have uh, correct and right view. Because I know this for myself, because in my own life I saw how this works, and that coming through my life there was always something which was guarding, guarding my heart that I would always know what what was wholesome, unwholesome, or right or wrong. And this this can be put down to the the supportive conditioning that I built up from past lives, uh, yielding results here in this present life. จริงๆในชีวิตคารวะของอาตมา
ไม่เคยประสบความทุกข์ที่ทําให้จิตใจเอ่อเกิดความทุกข์แต่สาหัสอะไรอาตมาเพื่อเคยมีหลักฐานใช้ชีวิตในที่สารว่าแต่ว่ามันเห็นในจิตใจมันมันเห็นความทุกข์ด้วยปัญญาที่เกิดขึ้นในจิตใจ In my own life, actually, I I never experienced any any suffering really of any kind, any really major suffering of any kind. However, in my in my in my heart and my mind, I was able to truly comprehend the condition of suffering. Our own, we will be able to see the pleasure, the joy, the happiness. We will not see the suffering. We will see the suffering in the child. We will see the suffering in the child. We will see the suffering in the child. กว่าจะเดินได้พูดได้ต้องผ่านความสุขความทุกข์มามากกว่าจะยี่สิบเก้าปียี่สิบปีแล้วเราคิดแค่นี้จิตเราสดใส่ My own life was quite easy and, and comfortable. However, as a teenager, just seeing a mother holding a very young baby, I was able to reflect that before this child actually can grow up to be the same age that I am, it has to go through a lot of life experience and experience a lot of pain and suffering in its life. เห็นคนอื่นมีโรคภัยไข้เจ็บเปรียบเราเห็นแล้วเราพิจารณาว่าไม่วันใดวันหนึ่งโรคภัยไข้เจ็บก็ต้องเกิดขึ้นกับเราจิตเราก็สดสำเร็จ Seeing sick people, I I would reflect that one day or another I will be just the same as they are, and just seeing this gave rise to this very kind of like sobering sadness or disappointment in my heart. เรามองไปเห็นคนมีอายุสักเจ็ดสิบตอนนั้นเราอายุยี่สิบกว่าจิตเราเห็นคนมีอายุเจ็ดสิบเราก็พิจารณาว่าคนทุกคนเนี่ยทำไมหนีไม่พ้นความชราไปได้เลยไม่บันไดบันหนึ่งเราก็จะเป็นเช่นนั้นเหมือนกันพอพิจารณาเสร็จจิตเราก็เกิดสมเด็จเลย Seeing all people at the age of like sixty, seventy, eighty or so, I could easily reflect that nobody is able to escape from aging. One day, sooner or later, I am going to be old just like they are, and so this also gave rise to this sense of like this sobering disillusion within my mind. ตอนนั้นเราอยู่ในรถประจำทางเรามองเห็นคนในรถสามสิบสี่สิบคนเรามองไปถึงคนขับรถเนี่ยเราก็พิจารณาไว้จิตเราที่ว่าเขาขับรถเนี่ยพาเราไปไหนพาทุกคนไปไหนแทนที่เราก็ได้คำตอบกับซึ่งว่าเขากำลังพาไปพาทุกชีวิตในไปสู่มรณะจิตเราเห็นเช่นนั้นก็เกิดความสดชื่นลง Reflecting on all those themes, as just mentioned, at that time I was I was riding on a bus that day, and then a question came up in my mind: Where is this bus taking everybody? And the answer was: It's taking us all towards death. And just the answer, this answer, once again gave rise to this very sobering disillusion. Some time, that day, we were thinking about the Indian Institute of Technology. Some people wanted to work. Some people wanted to do something else. Riding on that bus, the people that were going off to university or going off to work, going off to do different things that day. However, at that time, I was thinking very differently to other people on the bus. We saw the suffering of life through the awareness that when we were born, we could not be born without consciousness. Thinking that day, I saw the suffering that comes about through through taking birth, seeing that one's born, all beings must experience sickness, aging, and death. We are so sorry, Jai Ma. So we think that 
่งที่เราเคยวาดฝันไว้ว่าเราจะเรียนเสรีสูงกับงานมีครอบครัวตรงนั้นกำลังจะโลกมันจะมีพลังมากแต่เราพิจารณาเห็นเป็นเด็กเป็นคนเจ็บเป็นคนแก่ที่น่าจะมีความชายทําให้เรารู้สึกว่าถ้าเราพร้อมเมื่อไหร่ถ้าเราพร้อมเมื่อไหร่ทางจิตใจนะเราจะเดือดถ้ายังไม่พร้อมจะเป็นคนดีที่สุดเท่าที่ทําได้ And at that time, at that time while traveling on the bus, as mentioned, it gave rise to this great uh, sense of dispassion in my heart. And so all the plans that I made in life of taking my studies as high as I can, having a career and a family, I then started to think that at any time in my life when I feel that I'm uh, ready, I will uh, I will think of ordaining. So many incidents are, uh, took place in my life, which then actually changed my view towards things or the things that I had planned. Then things started to change, and then as 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 time went by, <coughs> it came that I was uh, when I felt ready, I was prepared to to. Uh, sacrifice the worldly pleasures that one can have from living in the world to seek out the the greater happiness that one can uh, derive from uh, ordaining and practicing the Dhamma. Therefore, everybody, when taking birth, there is like a, a lifespan for that person. However, through the act, through good meritorious acts and performing a lot of goodness in one's life, then one can create the conditions where that whole that whole map changes. อันนี้รับรองไว้ว่าจะเป็นนิสัยปัจใจที่ติดตามจิตใจโยมไปในแต่ละภพแต่ละชาติในการที่มา And I can guarantee all of you that the, all the goodness and the generosity that you practice here in this life and the keeping of moral virtue and cultivating your mind this is something that does go along with you into your future lives it will be your supportive conditioning แต่โยมอาจจะไม่เห็นอนาคตของตัวเอง But you may not be able to see your future เมื่อเราทำกรรมที่ดีก็จะได้ผลที่ดี When you do good deeds, then this will yield good results. And if you make this determination that from here on out in this lifetime you will only Perform good deeds and keep the moral precepts. I am I'm absolutely certain that at the breaking apart of your body, that you will only meet with a favorable rebirth. You will take either a human rebirth or a celestial rebirth. Because the lower subhuman realms of The, the demon realm, the ghost realm, 
the common animal realm or the helm realms, they do not accept people that keep the five precepts. So you asked a short question and got a long answer. <laughs> okay, so that's probably enough for this evening.